BDM Coach Podcast Show is hosted by two of the world's leading BDM coaches, Dennis Youssef and Michael Sands from Inspired Growth Training. Both Dennis and Michael have personally signed up 1,500 new doors between them and now coach BDMs and real estate business owners all around the world. For 28 different BDM lead generation activities and KPIs on a free tracking spreadsheet, go to bdmcoach.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year, aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step, really go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi everyone, Michael from Teams by Design. We've just recently launched our after hour phone service. What that means for you is we can now answer your phone calls from 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and all day Saturday and Sunday. We can help you with inquiries such as property inquiry, leasing inquiry, maintenance support, and new business inquiries. So please make sure you head to teamsbydesign.com, leave your information, we'll arrange a Zoom, and catch up and show you how we can help you through this. Hi, it's Dennis Yusuf, and I've got Michael Santi with me, and we are from IGT. And today on the BDM Coach Podcast Show, we're going to talk about seven effective ways to list more properties with sales agents. Yeah, and, and this is like near and dear to us, right? Because we see and we know so many agencies out there that have got sales teams linked to them. Yep. And we know a lot of BDMs and real estate property management companies that don't actually have a sales arm themselves. But, but that's okay. Like this is still relevant to everybody. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, Michael, we've been going on a personal journey at, at, at dealing with sales agents over the last few months and and property managers as well. So um, this podcast is going to have some really good value of live experience, current live experience of all of that. So you're talking about our live um, secret shopping where we've gone and had a look at open for inspections of sale properties and dealt with sales agents and rang sales agents and ask them a lot of questions. Are you talking about our secret, our own secret shopping? I certainly am. And the property managers that uh, we spoke with along the way as well. The whole idea is people need to be networking with salespeople more. There is so many leads out in the world. The BDMs have just got to pick up the phone and find them, right? And the whole idea about the BDM Coach podcast show is so we can make their job easier. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking then, one of the funny things that the last couple of months, we've been calling up sales agents and asking about sale properties. Mm. Um, no one, no one has called us back and said, hey, I'm from the property management department, you know, doing the investor support service at all. And more so when Dennis has actually been calling sales company, you know, real estate agencies and dropping his actual name and his actual phone number 
having actual inquiries, people aren't calling him back to help him. I had one particular sales agent actually just say to me, look, um, can you just jump online and put an inquiry through and I'll give you a call tomorrow? And I said, but the home opens tomorrow. I want to know a little bit of information on it and I can't actually get there. Just put an inquiry online and, um, and then I'll, I'll be able to share the stuff. Uh, maybe, and I'll even send you the link. And he did admittedly send me the link. I didn't actually go through with the process because I, I just thought, you know what? I, I actually didn't want to deal with that particular person. Now, I'm not bagging out the particular sales agent, but it is... My, my client experience wasn't good. So our job in property management and sales is we need to um, work with them as much as we can so we can bridge the gap, of course, but work on ways of having a better client experience because if that was a BDM that mm. we're training, I know that would have never happened, Michael. Yeah, and, and so I guess there's really no excuse um, when people say they haven't got enough, enough leads and they've got a sales team or they know some sales agents because there are so many leads out there that have been neglected just by the way the sales agent is treating the client. Yeah. Right? Big statement there. But it's, is, it, is it their fault when someone hasn't educated them? No, not at all. And we're going to actually, some of the points that we cover today is how we're going to help sales agents work better with BDMs. That's mm. also going to better the client experience for their purchasers and their sellers at the same time. Yeah, correct. And um, and again, too many leads left on the table. So we've got a couple of points we're going to go through. Um, and what we will encourage you to do is catch up with your sales team, all right? Catch up with your sales referrers. So if you're a PM-only department um, company, catch up with your sales referrers. Catch up with those who are in front of the clients that you want and educate them on the best way that they should handle and engage with their clients for a smooth process and, and good referrals. Yeah, okay, so that, that um, you know, segues us into point one. We've got to find sales agents. How do we find sales agents in the first place? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, you either got one attached to your, to your company, you do sales, um, or you need to go out and find them. So I guess easy ways, go online and, and search sales-only real estate agents near me. All right, so very powerful. Google it. Google it. Google it. Uh, if you're in a small country town or, a, um, you know, uh, whatever the case, you can actually just walk the streets and go find out, yeah. you know, yeah. as well. Another way too is just going on social media and finding out who the sales agents are. Now, um, it would be ignorant for us, to, for us to assume that sales agents are only exclusively dealing with the property managers and the, and the BDM in their company. Mm -hmm. A lot of them do not have a good working relationship. I mean, some do, and that's great. But there's a lot of companies out there that don't have a good working relationship. Yeah. So go and work those sales agencies. Contact them. Talk to them. Yeah. Look, Mr. Okay, Darren, I understand that you've already got a property management division, uh, but I would still like to talk to you about, you know, um, referring business to us as well. I'm a um, property management only business. I believe that your clients will still be benefited, um, you know, by us managing the property and they are your clients. If your clients want to sell the property, you're still going to be selling that property. Uh, try and at least get some form of a, an arrangement with them. You know, okay, Darren, I understand that you're already giving rental opinion letters to your clients from your own company. I think that's a biased opinion. At least you could give them a second opinion. If they do come across to um, IGT Realty, 
you'll still be able to have them as a client versus going to another company that you've got no business with as well. So it's giving them a second opinion and that's still their clients, right? Yeah, and I guess a lot of them, that's a big concern. They don't want to lose control of the client. Mm. Um, but we can have a conversation about how you can um, compensate and go further on that at another time. It is. It, it is a whole other session, compensation. So the, there's not just sales agents, Michael, that work in real estate offices as well. You know? Oh, there's mortgage brokers, there's accountants, there's planners. Yep. And often, more than not, where you find a real estate office, there's normally other strategic alliances that are um, built with them. That's right. Yeah. So what about Hatonda Homes, Beechwood Homes? Um, um, you know, uh, you've got all of those house and land packages. There's sales agents that sit in the garages that are selling a brand new build to people as well. They are sales agents that are dealing with yeah. people wanting to build a house and use it as an investment property. You know, so, uh, you know, you, you've got to get out there and find and um, find those people. It's really important about those initial phone calls to them as well. Don't just pick up the phone and say, hey, I want you to refer business. You've got to obviously network with them, you know, get them involved. What's the benefit for them wanting to deal with you? You know, it's a similar call, I suppose, to how we would call a strategic alliance, right? Yeah, just on the builders, you know, like the, the, the volume builder homes, mm -hmm. what I would do, what I used to do is I would contact the small to medium builders Right, those that are the, um, building a couple of projects a year, there's a lot more of them out there also. They typically don't have a rent roll. Yeah. Right? Um, the bigger ones kind of have one hidden to it somewhere. The smaller guys don't typically have one. So if you can give them high level service, um, I think you'll have great success. And you can go on the council and find out who's building properties and um, you know, who the contacts are. I'm going off on a tangent at the moment, but. Throwing that in there, we just want to give you value, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, some really good points there. It's, it's easy to find those, the builders that you want to look at. Uh, when I was looking at building a, um, a property through a particular developer, um, I asked them um, how many, this is in 2000 and 2013, 2014, and I actually did a video on it. You can probably find it on our YouTube channel. Um, one in four people that were going through asking questions were potential investors. Yeah. You know, so it's a few years ago, but it's, it's still, even if it's one in 10, you know, one in 10, if they've got 50 people going through, that's five potential good leads for you just there through a um, house and land package builder. I guess too, though, I mean, the next point we're going to raise is attending home opens. And if you do have a sales company attached, it's easy. I mean, attend, ask them, um, if you can be the sign-on person. Yep, exactly right. So basically what you're saying, Michael, is you're meeting the investor at the property versus the sales agent referring the business to the BDM when the property has already sold. So you, you're actually getting in front of these investors, right, which is great. Yeah, I mean, like, it's where you want to be, right? I mean, I'd much rather be in front of the person than getting a referral from someone um, that I haven't met. At least you can ask the questions, you know, is this for investment or are you looking to move in? Where are you living at the moment? Are you looking to rent that property out? You know, what's so, your situation? So many questions you can ask them and you can build rapport. And what's great is obviously with the investor support service that we train on, it's about staying in contact with those potential investors as they're going through that home open. Um, you're adding value 
to the sales agent. So Darren, if you Darren's a sales agent for the property, Michael's a potential investor. Um, I'm actually giving you property management advice, Michael, that's coming through a home open of Darren's property. So I'm speeding up the process of potentially selling the property for Darren and his clients, which is adding a better client experience for Darren's purchases, which is great. Yeah. So and it's also kind of capturing because that person might be looking at 10, 20, 30 properties and it might be an investor. You want the management no matter which company they purchase through. So you're educating the sales agent in this process that this purchaser may buy off a rival agent down the road. They don't get that referral, but if they get the referral through you, the BDM, that is still networking, building rapport with all these potential investors um, across your whole area, you're creating a streamline of income for them. Yeah. Uh, look, let's just quickly cover a couple of advantages of those. Uh, why would those um, purchases want to stay in contact with the BDM? Because your job is to help them on rental opinions. Rental opinions change all the time. You're physically at the property. You could give tips on how they could get a higher return. Um, locality is important. Salespeople do a great job selling the house. You could tell them average days on market in that particular area for rent and any other safety tips that'll help speed up the leasing of the property. So it's great value you can give them. And it doesn't matter which property they're looking at with other agents, you'll give that service for free. So some really good added value that you can give um, for the sales agents um, leads that are walking through. You're meeting them there again. It's great. Yeah. And like, you know, so we've attended a number of home opens, um, you know, where no BDM or property manager, some of them have just had a, a letter of an appraisal just sitting on, on the table with, you know, the contracts and everything. And it's never touched on property no. management. It's never touched on, hey, there's a, an appraisal letter there. Not at all. I mean, that's point number three is actually have information at home opens. Michael, you, you can't be at every single home open, right? We understand that you've got a life as well. You can't work every weekend, whatever the case, but you've still got to have something at the property. Mm. Now, um, all of the properties we went to, Michael, I only saw it at one. Yeah, and it was a it was a tatty letter too. I mean, a good a good way to do it right now these days is to you know if it's one Smith Street, have an appraisal for one Smith Street available um, hidden online somewhere or a document, and have a QR code attached to that. And if they want the appraisal letter, you have the appraisal there, and for your bank appraisal letter, QR code it. Up will come that you, you can probably get their details. You know, one of the trigger points could be. Their email address will email you this letter, right? So then you're getting that contact with that person also giving you permission to send them that communication. You're catching the data, right? Yeah. Um, the particular one we went to, they had that letter. You said it was tacky. It was actually laminated. So the clients, we as purchasers, we couldn't take it with us, hmm. right? And um, amazing point you said. Hi, everyone. Michael from Teams by Design. We've just recently launched our after-hour phone service. What that means for you is we can now answer your phone calls from 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and all day Saturday and Sunday. We can help you with inquiries such as property inquiry, leasing inquiry, maintenance support and new business inquiries. So please make sure you head to teamsbydesign.com, leave your information, we'll arrange a Zoom and catch up and show you how we can help you through this. 
when you're just giving a letter at a home open, you don't know who it's going to, right? So all it's doing is your branding and they still may just give the management to the agency they purchase off or they might go down the road, whatever. So by you collecting their data, you can at least give them a call. So having information on the back of those letters or if you're doing the download, the QR code, Michael, you have 10 reasons why to use IJT Realty. Yeah. Five tips to understand buying an investment property. Catch their attention so you look like the market expert as well. Uh, we're getting like in one of the next tips, we'll talk about that QR code even more because I've got some even better stuff. I mean, there's nothing to say you couldn't have an iPad up there with um, some visuals, which we'll talk about in a second. You know? Yeah, proof statements and visuals is quite important. But, you know, the, the sales agent, if you can't be there, the sales agent is only going to be as good as how they've been taught, what they know, their education. So one of the other points that we have is that um, as a real estate property manager at BDM, you should be sitting in on the sales meetings. Yeah. You know, not so much to kind of sit there and listen to what's happening in the sales market, the other way around. You need to be advising the sales team and the referrers what to say, you know, how to stimulate that, how to stimulate the conversation, generate the inquiry, what's happening in the marketplace, what are homes renting for, show them examples. You know, this is one Smith Street. It rented for X amount last week. You know, let the people walking through the doors know that there's interest and inquiry like this. Yeah, well, sales agents are BDMs for you. So when you're attending a, a sales meeting, adding to what Michael's saying, don't go to the meeting and say, you've got any leads for me. That's not what to do. What, there's no bonus for them. Educate them how they've got to sell you. You may not be able to be at the sales open or whatever the case. When they're on the phone and they're talking to purchasers, you need to give them those proof statements. Like, wow, I was talking to, um, you know, Michael, the BDM the other day, and he was telling me that properties in this street were leasing five days quicker than anyone else, which is X amount of dollars in our investors' pockets. So that's adding to the client experience for the purchaser which is you're feeding sales agents so much um, great proof statements about your company. They're actually upselling you without even knowing it, which is also helping them sell a property. And, and imagine this, right? You've attended some of the call opens, open for inspections. You've got the list, or even if you haven't attended and, and they've given you the list and you go to the meeting and you've got a list of all the clients that they met during the week and you can, you can go through and say, Mr. and Mrs. such and such, had a look at this property. They didn't like it. What they were looking for is more around, you know, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom instead of a three-bedroom, one-bathroom. Um, they've had a look at X amount of properties with another agent. Yep. So you're also then educating um, the sales guys. Hey, this is what your buyer is looking at doing. Yeah. By, by, by the way, um, they're looking at buying a house that's eight hundred thousand. They only told you they've got six hundred thousand. So that that's actually bridging the gap of sales and property management. Yeah, and, and again, they're giving you permission to call up as a as a property investor support service, right? You're calling up um, the, the people that walk through every property. And even if they're not an investor, right, they may not be looking for an investment property, but they might be moving out of their property, which would become an investment. Yeah. Or they may know other people, you know, so definitely you've got to call every single person that goes through an, an open. So that brings us to the next point, number five, is actually doing customer service calls, you know, um, to um, anyone that's gone through the property, you know, anyone that's gone through the property, because you can't rely on the sales agent to be doing, um, you know, asking, are they an investor? Again, you can't go to all of the properties, but if you're doing customer service calls to anyone that's gone through, they could have old lists from two years ago, whatever the case, 
but simply pick up the phone and make a call. Hi, it's Dennis here from IGT Realty. I'm from the customer service department um, of our office. Um, you know, it's under, in my understanding in our records that you went through 52 ABC Street on the weekend with Michael. Um, I, I would like to ask you a couple of questions about that if it's okay. And simply ask them easy questions, a great one to ask them. Obviously, they went through the open, so you've got a yes, you know. Um, so, and you're going to be asking about their experience through it. So great when you met Michael at the property, Michael would have given you the information and data of the property, you know, the forms, the letters, some brochures, they're going to say yes. You know, um, how was your experience with Michael? They're going to say it was great or it was bad. You know, hopefully it was good. Um, and then simply just ask them, is this an investment property you're looking to buy? You know, and if they say yes, great. Well, I'm actually from the investor support service. I'm a BDM. BDM is not necessarily the best wording to use um, because they don't know what a BDM is. So, you know, using the investor support service is great. Um, I don't sell homes, but I specialize in giving advice in how investors can maximize their returns on properties. And it doesn't matter who you buy from, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a whole nother session that you can, um, you know, that we can do another podcast on. Again, building rapport. You're not at the home open um, and you're making these customer service calls. You may get more information from them, Michael, because they're trusting you because you're not trying to sell them a house. Correct. You know, so the, the sales agent, they know they're trying to get as much money out of them, but you're coming from the property management department. So that rapport is really easy to build. I just think that, you know, when, when you've got all those leads that you make coming through the inspections, you, you've already got a ready-made database there to, this comes on to the next point, mm. to arrange property um, evenings, uh, yep. you know, support evenings and information evenings where you get these people into a room. So what you're saying is, Michael, bring the investors to you and have a whole room full of them, right? Yep. Yeah, and do that with the sales team. Of course, you've got other strategic alliances, you know, but, um, you know, make sure you always have to have a sales agent. And this is working together with sales in um, educating those purchasers to benefit both of you. You know, there's so many, you know, you, you, there's so many topics that you could talk about, um, benefits of buying and then investing with a two-bedroom home, uh, two-bedroom unit or whatever the, the, the demand is within your area at the time. So, Michael, what a great opportunity in having a sales and a property management division working together to better the local area. Or if you're property management only and there's a, a sales only company, that's, um, that you're doing something together. And you're educating all of those attendees that are coming, which you know, of course you're not gonna get all investors coming, but wow, there's a whole format. We've already done a podcast on how to run an investor evening. So make sure you go back and have a, a listen to that. But it's really bridging the gap in so many levels of running an info night and getting all of these people into the room together and Stamping your authority that you're a market expert in doing this. Last point, I love this. And we've had clients that have done this. Um, I'm going to say Greg um, Pearson did this over in um, Perth. We've got Julie Collins that's done this as well. And I've shared the videos as well. Doing a video with your sales agent. You know, doing a video with your sales agent. A property manager doing a video at a potential home that is ideal for investment 
even if it's not right it's okay to do a video with them and still give rental opinions and some tips around it and the type of tenant that you may get at how to get a higher rent you know if i'm doing a video with you michael and you're the sales agent you're going to tell me the key features about the property to sell it and then i'm going to say and they're great points on why that would make it you would attract a great um family that want to executive style family that want to move into it i then give you this video michael here's the video michael what's michael going to do he's going to tag me on social media he's going to post it he's going to send it out to all of his <laughs> purchases and he's going to be screaming that i'm his preferred property manager of choice yeah i mean just by default by sharing the video people are going to assume that yeah which is great um now that video let's go back to you know, um, attending home open step two or step three, even, you know, you want to collect the data, that QR code could play the video. Mm. So they go, oh, wow, Dennis is at the property. Wow, there's a video with the sales agent as well. Collecting the data, showing them a video, the video could even be playing on an uh, iPad that's there available for them. There's some really cool ways of bridging the gap of sales and property management. And that video, I love it because you know they are going to share it. Obviously, when you're giving them the video, it's on your profile, it's on your YouTube channel, give them the link so they put it into their website, into the, um, so it's marketed online, but it's coming from your YouTube channel, which mm. is a key as well, which, you know, we, we spoke about that in another podcast uh, about having videos on your YouTube channel, but on other websites, which gives you great traction for SEO as well. Yeah, and look, I guess we don't really, really want to bombard everyone with too much more because there's seven or eight points there that are really beneficial to people that have a sales team attached or don't have a sales team attached. It's really relevant and beneficial to everybody. So I would encourage everyone to go out there, meet with your sales team, meet with um, sales agents in the area and so on, like we've discussed. See what you can do over, over the next um, four weeks. See what, what relationships you can work on, build, yeah, it's about building that pipeline, gaining rapport with those sales agents, meet with them one-on-one, -on -one. don't just wait about sales meetings, get to know them, find out what coffee shop they're at, keep building those pipelines, keep bridging the gap between property management and sales and get more business through that way, mm. through the avenue. Michael, I reckon we've covered some really cool bits. Yeah, well, great. Thanks for um, having the chat with me today. Yeah, thank you, everyone. And um, looking forward to seeing and hearing your results. If your new business is on fire, give us a call.